welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you can write a review, write a review for my show wherever you listen to it. Uh, reviews really help the show and I love reading them. <laughs> if you want to be on my show, I'm always looking for callers. This is a call and advice show where I give people my unprofessional advice, but it's not just for people that have problems. So I love those kind of people. I also just talk to people who have like interesting and or secret lives that they want to talk about on my show. So send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com if you want to be on as a guest. Uh, today I have on a guy that I had on just the other day or two weeks ago, Dave. And normally when I tape a part two, I don't really air it so quickly after, but this one because it ties in uh, to a lot of the stuff that he talked about in his last episode. I'd figure I would do it when his episode was fresh in everyone's mind. And uh, I, you know what? Actually, three months from now, I'm sure his episode would still be fresh in your mind because he was the guy that was like into his mom and his dad and all that kind of stuff. You remember him, right, Dave? Well, apparently, and you can tell by the title, he's also into his sister-in-law. So I uh, got all that in. I didn't know about any of that. We were just going to do a podcast about how, like the whole wife swapping, panty swapping thing that he's into. So we talk all about that. We talk about the sister-in-law thing and we talk about a lot of other things that come out and that come up in the conversation that uh, tie everything. And it's weird, not that tie everything, but it's weird because at the end of the podcast, he reveals something else that sort of brings the whole thing full circle. And it's very interesting. And I'm not going to tell you what that is. You're just going to have to listen. And uh, like I said, it's uh, interesting. (laughs) That fucking word. (laughs) I don't know. I just can't stop saying the word interesting. I need to figure out. um, I need, what are those things called? Synonyms? I need to look up some synonyms for interesting. But anyway, I'm just going to be right back on with Dave. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Okay, hey, uh, Dave, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on again with Kathy. How are you? Hey, Kathy, good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to talk to you. You were, um, your episode was a big hit with my listeners. <laughs> well, did you see the title? <laughs> it was like Dave is into women, men, and his mom and dad, I think it was the title, right? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm known as the guy who's in those mom and dad so that's great thanks for putting it up there like that i appreciate it <laughs> well i did change your voice so don't worry no one will ever know <laughs> <laughs> thanks well listen you know the fact that it was like one i think it was the most downloaded episode that i ever had like in one week you know it got more downloads than any 
thing else. I think we, except for the one that was, uh, the guy was into Satan. I don't know. I was like wondering if maybe the cops had downloaded that one. Cause I got like some sick amount of like, <laughs> uh, downloads for that one. But yours was like the most highly downloaded one. So uh, apparently people are really interested in people that are interested in their mom or dad, because I've had a lot of buy people on I don't think it was the women and men thing that got people to download I think it was the mom and dad stuff so um, just so you know it makes you uh more interesting to people <laughs> hey anything I can do to help you out Kathy I mean uh you know it's uh it's it was interesting to talk about or something that I've never said out loud so uh it was cool coming on and, and talking about it but uh yeah I'm glad everybody liked it yeah, and you know, listen, I got to say, and I don't know if I've ever said this on my podcast, I say it to people in, their, in the emails when I'm trying to get people on my show, is like every single person that comes on, especially the people that are living double lives, always say like, oh my God, they're thank you so much for allowing me to talk about that. Like it was the first time I ever told anyone about it and it felt amazing. Like that's what everybody says. So if anyone's listening and they have like a secret life that they live like sort of talking about it on my show because I don't even know who you are right like I don't ask you any questions you know it's uh it is a great it does feel good right so we had decided after the first conversation that you were going to come on and tell some more panty stories women uh you know wife swapping not wife swapping what what would be the term that you would call it are we uh exchange pictures i exchange pictures with other guys online of our wives so it's like wife swapping right because right is that what you would say and you're I, really into kind of you know i i think it, it comes all from wanting to see my wife with another guy and her not being interested in it so this was like the next best thing i think was at least letting other guys see her naked and tell stories, you know, all of her stories and details and, and all of that stuff. So same, same type thing, I think, but, uh, you know, she's not into it. So I have to go that route. Right. Exactly. And apparently I guess other guys feel the same way because how many times, I mean, is this the type of thing that, cause you've been doing this for how long? Like, is it something that you've done so many times you can't even count the number of guys or is it just like only with like three guys? Like how many times have you swapped picks and sort of did this with other guys. Yeah, so there's different levels of the things that I've done. So, you know, well, why don't you name the person. levels? Yeah, okay. So, you know, meeting guys in person, that one, you know, that's the one that I've done the least. That's I've probably done that about a handful of times. Uh -huh. But, you know, exchanging pictures online with other guys and, you know, talking about them either on the phone or chat or uh, uh, text. I mean, I've done that with hundreds of guys. Let me ask you this. Do you ever get nervous if you're texting, you know, men and, and sending them pictures and everything? Are you doing this, like, from your regular phone? Like, are you ever nervous that maybe your wife would see the stuff? <laughs> I'm doing it from my regular phone, but not from my regular phone number. Right, right. You have, um, like, an app with a fake number. Yeah, so, you know, you get a Google voice number and, you know, you don't have your regular number. So it's just a throwaway number. That's the only thing I use it for. But there's tons of guys that are out there that use their regular phone numbers, their regular email addresses and everything. And I'll talk to you a little bit about that. Um, no, I know. But let me ask you. It. Yeah, but let me ask you this. So if you're using that Google Play, whatever, 
Does it, like, if I went into your text message area, would I see those texts coming in and out? Or do they go in and out through a totally different, like, portal so that she'd have to go digging to find them? Goes into a completely different app. So it's a Google Voice app that's not with my regular text. And the two never cross paths. Okay, so she'd have to know or like like go into that app, and if she went into that app, that's where she would find all the stuff. But most likely, she would never have a reason to go do that. Like, I mean, would your wife be totally shocked if she found out all this stuff about you? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be totally shocked. She would. Uh, she would have no idea that any of this stuff was ever going on. You've had. You've never even come close to being caught. No, never. She's. You know, my phone has a um, fingerprint. Uh, authentication on it so she couldn't get into it if she wanted to but she's not really technologically savvy so mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't I don't think there's any chance that she would go into my phone A and then B you know find anything that was on there so pretty right. safe okay cool so so the amount of times you met up with guys in person is not a lot right how many guys about so I'm assuming you would remember or be able to count those yeah somewhere five six guys in person that I've done that with Okay, and then, and so let's start there, right? I mean, and why, what did you just, you just mentioned that like, oh, you know, there's a lot of guys that do do stuff on their phones and, you know, I could tell you about them. Like, do you know guys that have gotten busted because they were sloppy about it? I don't know guys that have been busted, but I know plenty of guys that, you know, they've given up their personal details or information, and then I've been able to, you know, track them back and figure out who they are, you know, who their wives are, all the information about them, get back to their Facebook pages, you know, everything like that. So it almost became kind of like a a game after I'd been doing it a while because, you know, it started out where I just post pictures online to an amateur website. Other guys would see them, we'd chat, we'd uh, exchange, you know, other pictures, uh, in the background. So stuff that I didn't normally post online and then that was it. So that was kind of like the the way that it started. Then it moved to meeting guys in person and doing some of that stuff. And then, you know, once I kind of got bored with that, then it was like, let me see how much I can find out about these guys and and their wives. It was almost like a, a game to me, you know, getting, the information, figuring out who they were, and then understanding, you know, all the stuff about them and their wives and their personal lives and, and all of that stuff, too. And let me ask you this, and I, I know the answer to this question. Like, I think you're just going to say they just look like the most normal people ever, right? Like, when you would track them back, right, to their regular life, like their pictures of their regular life and everything. Because I'm sure, like, when you're getting pics from them and you're emailing them, like, everyone seems a little bit the same, right? Like very sort of maybe open-minded and into dirty things, right? But when you track them back and now you're seeing them like in their real life on their Facebook profiles, you know, and their wives and everything, like what kind of people are they typically? Totally normal. Exactly. You know, 30 to 40 year old wives in general that it could be my neighbor who lives next door to me. Yeah, but the wives don't... Typically, the wives don't know that this is going on, right? So, right? I'd say probably 10% to 20% of the guys are saying, yeah, you know, my wife's aware of it. She's cool with it, and she'll 
take pictures and and you know she's totally fine with all this stuff i think 80 to 90 percent of the time it's guys doing it on the, the down low they right. don't have any idea that it's going on yeah. right so just as normal as those wives look the men look normal too right <laughs> yeah totally right uh and they're just like looking they just have this little sort of fetish do they are they also into guys like you are or does it vary uh I've found out that almost all of them are definitely into the same types of things that I am. So interested in seeing other guys with their wives, interested in other guys. So, you know, I've found very few guys that are uh, completely straight, not interested in other guys, you know, at least bisexual in some way. So this is how my mind works. This is the kind of bullshit scientist I am. (laughs) I would then go to think like, oh, if I know somebody that is into that, then that means that they are bi, right? Because most of the time that's not something. And then, right? Like, would that be a fair assumption to make? Or am I, I mean, I know, like, like I always say, I'm very unprofessional in all of my things. I do studies and make analysis after like knowing three people. (laughs) But from what you just said, it sounds like it's not that much of a jump to say that most men that are into the swipe swapping thing and what you're into is, you know, they, they are bisexual. They're also into men. Okay, I mean, you're pretty intuitive, Kathy, so you usually are able to take a look at something and... Make the leap, (laughs) right, to the truth. Real core of it, right? Yeah, Yeah, uh you you make the leap, but but the leaps that you make are are always reasonable, and Mm -hmm. at least in my case, you're you're able to figure out pretty quickly, you know, some of the motivations behind why I do some of the things that I do, so uh, if I were to say, is that something that most guys that are into this are into also into i'd say yeah probably i mean i've known also a couple guys that are not but you know that's uh let's say they're probably the exception to the rule right because they're like you're interested in seeing like so when you're sort of trait like what do like what do you guys like what is going on when you're doing the exchange i know what goes on when you're in person with them right and so like if anyone hasn't heard the first podcast with Dave, go listen to it because you're going to get the full details of what goes down when he actually meets up with a guy. And this, I don't know, is that the first story that you told where you met up with the guy and then you showed pictures, you know, and you brought the dirty panties? Like, is that typically how it goes or have you had different scenarios? Yeah, if, if I'm meeting up in person, I want to see her G-rated pictures. I want to see her nude pictures and I want him to bring panties so I can smell what her pussy smells like. And then you so guys, yeah. but then you also do light stuff with each other, right? Sometimes or no? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, at, at the very least, I'm jerking off to his wife. He's jerking off to my wife, and we're doing that together. And in more cases than not, I'm jerking them them off, and you know, they're jerking me off too. Right, right, right. And have you ever done it at your house? I know in the first situation that you told me about and you explained in detail, and like I said, if anyone wants to listen to that story, listen to your first part one. And everything in that first episode, your first podcast is fascinating. So everyone should listen to it if they haven't. But um, is that... uh, Fuck no. I am not doing it at my house. That's crazy. I don't want anybody coming over to my house. So you've never done it at your house. Do you typically go to the guy's house or like is there ever hotels involved and stuff in those five or six times that you've done it? 
Yeah, hotel one time, but uh, all the other times I did go to the, the guy's house. And, you know, that's it's interesting that you bring that up. So, you know, I, I told you it kind of got to be part of part of the game. So, yeah. you know, I, I get the guy's address and go over there and do what, you know, do what we were doing and, you know, jerk off with him, finish, pack up, leave. But now I've got this guy's address. Yeah. So then I get, you know, I get home. 20 minutes later, and I look up online, I do a, you know, Google search and find his address. I find out his name. I find out his wife's name. I'm on her LinkedIn page and looking at, you know, her picture on LinkedIn, you know, 20 minutes after I've just seen her naked and smelled her pussy and jerked off with her husband. And she has no idea. (laughs) She's at work and and I'm at home doing this with her husband. So it's crazy the, the kind of things that are going on out there and, you really have no idea what's happening, and it's uh, it's it's definitely something that I I have pause for concern going over these guys' houses because you never quite know exactly what you're getting yourself into. But it's enough that I'll chat with them for a while up front. I'll do my research and try to you know find out about them as much as I can before I do it to stay out of situations that I don't want to be in. Right, just to make sure. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Like you're vetting yep. them a little bit. And then afterwards, when you go looking like for the Facebook stuff and all that stuff, is that like for your enjoyment purposes later than when you're maybe like jerking off to the thoughts of what happened and stuff? Like, is that all like, you know, like give you extra sessions of a tur- You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, does. it makes it that much more real, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. when I go online and you see a picture of a, you know, Playboy airbrush model. Like, that's not reality. But when I'm seeing these actual people who could be my neighbor or my kids' teachers or somebody that I know that's, you know, right in my community, that's what makes it hot for me, right? I get to see them in their regular G-rated situation and then get to see them totally naked and that makes it completely hot that's that's you know jerk off fuel for a while no doubt yeah i get that and that's why when you do when you sort of go to their house you like to see those you know straight like you said g-rated pictures of them sort of enclosed first because you want to sort of make it more real it's like it's kind of like foreplay for you that's the for like your mind needs that to really buy in you really want to like be like you really want to be in this story and really have it be as real as possible in your mind (laughs) yeah that's what happens when you've been jerking off for you know 30 years plus right you go from you see a naked woman and 
jerk off and come and you're done. And, and then it, it builds and it builds and it builds. So eventually you got to get to that point where all, you know, you're doing all these crazy gyrations and going through all these wacky things in order to get off. But yeah, that's, that's the point to where I got to. And you're right. Right. But sometimes you have met up with people. I mean, you have done the wife thing, but just without your wife included, but you have been with a couple, couple, like two couples, right? I've been with two couples, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, so let's stay focused, though, on, like, the wife-swapping thing that you do with these guys that are, like, kind of in your, most of them, like you said, the majority of them are in your boat. Like, their wife doesn't know, and they're sort of doing the same thing. And so when you are when you keep it on, so for those five or six encounters that you have, were they all, like, great? Did you have any, like, were there were there any, like, weird stories or anything interesting to talk to about, you know, that? <laughs> They're all fucking weird. I mean, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the guys that I got together with would not be guys that I would normally hang out with in real life. What so, do you mean? You know, when I, just, uh, just people that, you know, like, you, you know the people that you gravitate toward and that you would hang out with and you would be friends with in normal life. These aren't guys that I would have been friends with and would have, hung out with in normal life. So I right. think the only thing that we had in common was we like to show our wives off naked and jerk off with other guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there, there wasn't a guy that I, I met up with that I said, hey, this is a dude that I'd like to do it again with. I would hang out with and get a beer with and, you know, take this further with. It was usually just, you know, kind of one-off guys that just, you know, wouldn't normally be in my social circle otherwise. And I consider myself a fairly normal person. Like, I am a dude, and I do do things and hang out with other dudes, and these guys just seem to, to be a, a little bit different than me. Not just, you know, not, nothing that I could point my, point my finger at and say it was kind of... Were they, like, more nerdy weird. guys and less physical or, like, well, like finance guys and you're not a finance guy? Like, what do you think that they all were that you weren't? <laughs> it was just, um, so, a cross-section of people. You know, one guy was, uh, I think he was a mechanic uh-huh. and a blue-collar guy, and one guy was a referee for uh, sports, and one guy was uh, business type executive and uh, he was a little you know just nerdier not the, the, the type uh-huh. of guy that I would normally hang out with so it's a cross section of people that are out there it's not like it's you know I can stereotype it and say this is the kind of guy that's out there doing it it's, no I would I wouldn't think that I thought like when I asked you the question before I knew that you were going to say it's like these normal regular looking people because of course that's what it's going to be you know what I mean it's not going to be yep. like I don't know what people think quote unquote perverts or deviant you know whatever people want to label people that are into different things you know I think I don't know what they have in their mind but like the whole point of my show is to say that like this is what the people that you're sitting across from at, in the restaurant people that are like next to you in the cubicle in your office like this is what those people are doing these are just regular people you know but sometimes these regular people have these like fetishes and these sexual things that they're into and because society says that oh that's like weird or not good you know everyone's doing it behind closed doors yeah, um, all, all regular people yep. yeah totally do you think though because I don't know, like you don't claim to be that bi. And I think after talking to you and getting the backstory of why you're even interested in 
and all this stuff to begin with, I would say that do you do you actually think like maybe you wouldn't be into any guy on a long term basis even like maybe it wasn't that these guys weren't your type like maybe it's just that once you sort of use them for what it is that you want like it's a done deal and like none of them like do you think actually if you met one that was like into the stuff that you like like you'd be friends with him and you would just keep going back to just that person for what you're looking for that's, that's a great question I, I would say yes but he'd have to be a very specific kind of guy so it has to be a, a guy who was similar to me had similar things to me outside of just looking at our wives naked and jerking yeah. off together. Uh-huh. So if it was, you know, a, a regular guy that I could normally be friends with and, you know, he was into the same thing and he had a big dick, then, yeah, I'd totally be into him. Right. Would, and do you have be, any friends, would, would, like, do you have any friends that have wives that you've been, like, secretly, like, you know, sort of interested in, even though you'd never do that or go there because you don't want anyone to know sort of your naughty little secret, right? But are there, is there anybody that you're friends with uh, that you're kind of like wish that you could get, you know, do that scenario with them? Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you two, two stories about that. So one, I've shown my wife's pictures to probably seven, eight, nine of my friends. So they've seen her. I've, I've shown them. Uh, her pictures or, you know, everything from, uh, you know, her in a bikini to her completely naked to a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them have shown me, have shown me their wives in return, the bastards. Right. Um, but, uh, I'm you know, surprised that not I, even one of them have. I know. But, um, so, you know, I, I, I enjoy showing her to them and, you know, then, you know, later on being at a party or, you know, coming over to dinner and seeing her, you know, right after they've seen her tits, they've seen her pussy, they've seen her completely naked, and then talking to her at dinner, like, you know, a half hour later, I think that's fucking hot. So that was, you know, that's one thing. Um, none of those guys that I that I showed her to was I interested in them saying, oh, you know, let's check out, you know, my wife and jerk off. Right, so right, right. I kind of want to keep the, you know, the two things separate. I'm not interested in bringing that. I'd be interested in seeing their wives. I'd be interested in showing them my wife, but I wouldn't be interested in jerking off with, with any of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one is, you know, I've shown my brother-in-law, uh, so my wife's sister's husband's my wife, and he's shown me his wife. Oh. And, uh, so that's, that's really hot. So <laughs> yeah. Wait, that, how did that come up? That, so you guys are both like, let's just explain I, this. You're like, your wife has a sister who's yeah. married to a guy and you're like, you know, this is your family, right? So you and this guy, like, how does it come up? Like, who's the first person that's like, hey, you want to see, you know, your sister-in-law naked? How, how does that come up? That's how it all started. So it was like, I don't know, 15 years ago plus, and my brother-in-law and I, my, my wife's from this big Italian family, uh-huh. so we would go to these Italian family parties, and everybody there is, you know, this huge Italian family, and it's, you know, they're all talking and talking to each other, and, you know, everything's, you know, big Italian celebration, and my brother-in-law and I are, like, the only two guys that aren't Italian the whole 
thing. So we gravitated toward each other naturally. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife's sister's a you know a year older than than my wife is. So you know we're all close in age. Uh, he started dating my wife's sister when she was eighteen. I started dating my wife when she was twenty one. So right. you know we've known each other for a long time. So we get together at these parties, and you know we were kind of you know round of things that to talk about, you know, we're done talking about sports, we're done talking about uh, work and all that stuff, and we're both kind of perverts, I guess, so uh, it just came up one day, and he had, we were at his house, this was, you know, totally outside of, of all of that, uh, we were at his house, and my wife and her sister went out shopping, and he says, uh, I, I don't know, I don't even remember how it came up, we were just talking about, you know, our, our wives and, you know, the, the stuff that they did. And uh, he said he had Polaroids of his wife, and did I want to see them? I'm like, uh, yeah, absolutely. So he would only show me one, because I didn't have any of my wife at the time. Uh-huh. So he shows, shows me this picture of, of my wife's sister, and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I'm looking at her, you know, I've known her for, you know, 10 years at this point, and seeing her naked, I'm like, this is awesome. So I'm like, all right, how do I go and get this guy to, to show me more because he says he has like 300 pictures of it. So but why, why, like, was, what was go. his reason for only showing you one? Like, did he say I could only show you one or did he just only have one with him? I think it was like a quid pro quo thing, Kathy. I think he wanted to see my wife naked and he's like, all right, I'll show you my wife. But, you know, unless you show me more of, of your wife, you know, you're only going to get to see this one. Is that what he said? Or is that what he just alluded to? That's what I inferred. That's okay. I mean that's I mean well, what did he actually in a situation, say? That's what um Do you remember you know, so it was long so long ago, ago I, yeah, it's hard to remember. Okay, remember, it doesn't really but, matter. So he shows yeah. you just one and you get the idea that like, hey, if you come back and say I got some pictures of my wife like that, you were gonna be able to see the rest of those. That's right. Okay. So that's how I got started. So my you know, his so here's the thing, right? My wife is vanilla and conservative and, you know, just very, you know, wouldn't be into that type of thing. Her sister's a fucking freak, right? Her sister's posing naked all the time. You know, he's making videos with her. She's got her <laughs> clip pierced. I mean, it's just, you know, complete opposite of, of my wife. Uh-huh. So I'm like, how, you know, how the fuck do I go and get the pictures of, of my wife to be able to go back and show him so it wasn't easy. You know, my wife's very conservative. This wouldn't be something that it would be real easy to bring up. So it was a, it was a while ago, and I had a digital camera. I'd go. I'd try to sneak pictures of her in the shower. Um, so without her knowing? First, yeah, without her knowing. How would you do that? Of course. We have, You're what, um, are you hiding behind the uh, curtain? She has a... Well, we have... Uh, glass shower doors mm-hmm. so she'd be in the shower and i would get the camera and i'd make sure the flash was off because if the flash is on then that's gonna blow my entire cover uh-huh. and i you know either put the camera in the crack of the door and take a picture of her in the mirror or i'd you know be able to get it inside the the door to, to take a picture of her without her seeing so you know always be you know, probably the first 10, 20 pictures I got of her were just, you know, her in the shower and me 
taking pictures, you know, sneaking pictures of her in there. Interesting. Okay, and she had no idea. But I'm assuming this wasn't the time of cell phones because nowadays it's so easy. You could just be pretending that you're like on your phone talking to someone and you could be talking to them, right? I mean, I remember the first time I was hooked up with some guy and I'm like laying on his bed naked and he's like standing there doing something on his phone and I'm thinking to myself like, oh my God, he's taking pictures of me right now. Like for sure. I know. Of course, of course, right? But I remember like that was so long ago, but it was like right around the time that you could start doing shit like that when the, you know, the cameras on the back of the phone and everything. So I'm assuming when this started with your wife, like that wasn't the case. That's why you had an actual camera, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a digital camera. We're talking 15, 20 years ago or so. Right. So, so is, did you, you take know, those pics back to him, or did you wait till you got some more good ones? So, yeah, so as soon as I got them, and we don't live close to each other, so I see them every, you know, couple months. So I go back with these pictures, and I'm like, hey, you know, here's some pictures of my wife. Let's, you know, let's, uh, let's check out some more of yours. So uh, that's how we started doing it that was my my first experience doing it and you know my brother-in-law is probably one of the few uh straight guys that does this kind of thing he's totally straight not into other guys and but how do you know stuff. maybe he just no. didn't let you know i mean did you make a pass at him and he was like no buddy i'm not into that or do you just assume that because he didn't make a pass at you i know the vibe kathy i can i can pick you up you have good gait or anything really <laughs> well, what did you guys do when you were showing each? So, you, so I'm assuming in this scenario with your brother-in-law, there was no jerking off of by yourselves with each other, or any of that stuff, right? It was strictly just showing pictures, or did you guys get like, did you guys take your pants off? No, so it was just showing pictures. That was the you know the, the first time. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've never done anything with with him uh, while he was there. Right, right, so right. It, it progressed. It progressed with him. So. You know, eventually I was able to get my wife to pose for some pictures, you mm-hmm. know, not a ton, but I would get some of some of her. I continue to sneak pictures of her. Uh, she masturbates in the shower, so I was able to sneak some video of her masturbating in the shower, and I would show him that. So, you know, I built up a you know, small collection of, you know, pictures and videos. I had a webcam set up in my bedroom so I'd, you know, capture her getting dressed and undressed a little bit. So And he would I got see a, all a, of this. He'd see all of it. But then he'd show me all of my sister in law too. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, was great. So then eventually, you know, he's like, All right, so you know, I've got some action pick pictures, but it's got my dick in it. He's like, you know, you don't want to see those dick. I was like, I don't give a shit. You know, I'm I'd I'd love to see your wife blowing there or you fucking her um, so, you know, show him to me. I don't care. I don't care about seeing your dick. It wasn't a big deal for me. So he eventually got, you know, got over that hang up and he would show me those. And then he had videos of uh, them having sex going all the way back to when she was 18 years old. And we would get together and we would watch those videos. So finally, like one day I'm like, you know, I'm so fucking horny. You got to fucking leave. I've got to jerk off to your wife here. So, uh, he was like, cool, no problem. So he, he left and I jerked off the videos of, of him fucking my sister-in-law. So oh that was the only God. time that anything like that has, <laughs> has ever happened. Yeah, I'm surprised. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's another, like, how are we going to title this podcast? Oh, Dave is also into his sister-in-law. 
<laughs> we forgot to put her on that title last time. <laughs> Even the comparing pictures of his wife next to his sister-in-law and, you know, looking at their bodies and, you know, then going home and jerking off to her. Yeah, I don't know how you title it, Kathy. Yeah, but let me ask you this. So this guy comes back. How long does he give you? And then he comes back in and you guys, like, just talk the shit like nothing happened? Or did he never come back? Like that time no, I told him, him. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I closed the door and you know I told him I'm going to jerk off to your your wife. Yeah, so I did, and then yeah, I finished up and then opened the door and then we were back to whatever we were doing. Right, and now was that the last time, or have you guys continued to this day to do stuff like that, or did it sort of just fizzle out? Yeah, no, I mean that was the last time, but that was you know within the past year, so we're still continuing to to do it. I have a feeling that um, you guys, I have a feeling that you're wrong about this guy as far as your vibe and that he might be a little bit more curious than you think he is. Because I'm sorry, the whole, oh, I have pictures of my dad. Like, do you, you know, I don't know. He's playing it too cool. He's just playing it too cool for me. Like, I have a feeling that a year from now, like, you, you know, that his dick's going to be on. You guys are going to be jerking off eventually. It's like, <laughs> it's it's getting closer to that. I don't know how you can't see it. He's just going slowly into it. I don't even think he knows. Well, we can make a bet. $20. $20. $20. It's about I'll, I'll the glory. I don't give a shit about the money. Okay, I don't need $20. It's about me winning and being right. That's it. I love that. I'll, I'll totally make that bet because I know I'm totally right. Okay, cool. One year. Okay. I mean, it says the beginning of the year, so we know. Okay. Um, okay, good. So let's keep going. We don't need to harp on that. But that's like a really, it, like, that's really interesting. This one was as interesting as the shit on the first podcast. I mean, you just don't disappoint. Um, so that, I don't even know how, like, you didn't bring this up ahead of time. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know that we were going to get into this whole thing. But, um that's a, maybe you have other things up your sleeve that you don't even realize that you're not telling me about. <laughs> you know, like they got to ask a lot of questions because then we just meander down these roads and you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, I do this whole thing. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. It's, you know, I've, like I said, I've probably done it with, you know, a hundred, hundreds of guys, hundreds of, you know, random anonymous guys online. But, you know, the people in real life, um, those, you know, those were some of the more interesting things. And I'll, I'll give you another example in, mm-hmm. of, of something that, that went from uh, random to real life. So yeah. the one, one guy, so I post on Craigslist. I'm like, hey, let's chat or text or whatever about our lives, exchange pictures. So I, I get a guy, he replies, and I say, where are you from? And whenever I post, I never post where I'm actually living at. So I'll post that I'm somewhere 30 minutes away, 60 minutes away, just to throw people off the trail, just in case. Uh-huh. I just try to maintain some, some sense of anonymity online. So the guy replies and he tells me he's from my town. And right. I'm like, okay, this is, this is interesting. Yeah. So uh, we get to, we get to talking and, uh, so he tells me his wife's name, and he says, "Go and check her out on Facebook if you want to see actual, you know, pictures of her." I'm like, 
okay, this is kind of weird, right? Like, I that would be the last thing that I would tell anybody that I've just started chatting to online. Yeah, yeah. And here's my wife's name and her, her Facebook picture. Yes, he just dumb or sloppy. Like, I don't get it. Uh-huh. But either dumb or reckless or... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah exactly. I'm guessing dumb, right? So, uh-huh. I, you know, I go on, I'm looking at her. Um, he's telling me, you know, all her intimate details. He's telling me stuff about her. And then he starts sending me naked pictures of her. And the pictures are definitely not of her. And then <laughs> I just do a simple Google image search yeah. and you know, do a reverse reverse look up. I'm like, you know what, this isn't this woman. She, this guy's so full of shit. And I you know, I talked to him a little bit, I just I let him tell his stories and then let it fizzle out. So probably two months later I'm in church and I look over next to me and this woman is coming into church. And it's the <laughs> woman that he sent me her Facebook picture. I totally remember what her name was, what she looked like and all of that. So, and I knew that they lived in my town. So I, I see this woman in, in my church. I, you know, totally know everything about her that he, you know, he told me at least. You exactly. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the truth. That the, yeah. The details. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the details that he told me, I don't think he had any reason to lie. So, right, right, right. And um, was she so with I, him? You know, so she was not with him that time. And then I ran into them, like, at the supermarket, like, a couple, like, months later. And it was him and her. And, you know, they're going down the aisle. And it was so fucking weird to, like, walk by them. <laughs> and, I like, I they have no idea who I am, right? She has no idea that I have the power to just stop his wife and say, hey, you know what? Your husband's sending, you know, guys yeah. to your Facebook page to, to check you out. Totally. And, it's uh, so reckless. Know, he's jerking off with other guys, you know, on, on Christmas. Yeah. Like, I could just, you know, destroy this, this guy with, with one simple sentence to his wife. And but you know so what I say to, on my podcast all the time, and it's very true, like that guy, because, you know, it, he was telling you these details and telling you to go on Craigslist in the middle probably of his, like, dick being completely rock hard, right? He's online. He met, he, you know, he has this guy that's engaging with him, you know, and I really believe that when people are really horny, you're like in an altered state of being, like you're almost like a drunk person. And what you do and what you say, I think people do things and say things and that they normally wouldn't when they're in the right frame of mind. It is like being drunk, you know, and that's probably where that sloppiness comes from, you know, and then probably like after he's all done and he's like, what the fuck did I do? And he's like hoping for the next two months that his wife doesn't get a message on Facebook, you know, and then he's like, okay, I'm never going to do that again. And then probably the next time he's horny, he does the same shit, you know, because it's like you just you lose your mind. You lose the sense of like whatever. And it's like anything to make you like get off and probably just like you like you have that thing where you like to see like the regular person and everything like there's probably like something something about like you really seeing his wife com- like along with like the fake pictures that he said there's something that probably for him is a turn on and that's why he does it because at that point being turned on and getting himself off is more important than you know getting busted or the, the so, urge so you, is stronger. The urge is stronger. You know what I mean? Than the fear of getting busted. The urge of being pleasured. You, you know what it is? Whatever. You hit the nail on the head. And yeah. I have a great story to corroborate uh-huh. what you're saying here. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy in California. Mm-hmm. And same type deal. We start 
talking, you know, just exchanging wife pictures and, and all that. And what he wants is for his wife to be recognized. He wants to find somebody online who has seen his wife, who knows his wife, and that's what gets him off. Right. So he's, he's, you know, showing her pictures. He's showing her face. He's, he said what her, her name was, you know, he didn't say, you know, her full name, but at least said her, her, her first name. Yeah. And showing her face. And he wants, he wants her to be recognized. This is, you know, this is this guy's thing. Right. It's a part so, of his turn on. That's, that's his, his turn on. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, we're exchanging emails through email, through, uh, through the Craigslist remailer. And I'll give you a trick. I'll give your listeners a trick here. Craigslist remailer, if you send somebody an email, they send you an email back, it obfuscates the, the email address so you can't see what their actual email address is. But if they send you a follow-up email in reply to one of their emails and not in reply to your email, uh-huh. then it's almost like forwarding it and yeah, yeah, yeah. email address in the forward. So you can see what their actual email address is when they reply to their own reply. Uh-huh, right. So if, if you want to get somebody's email address, then you stop, like, replying or delay your reply, and then if they get impatient, they'll send you another reply. Uh-huh. And then, then they might accidentally send you their actual email address. Right. So that's what this guy did. And he sends me his actual email address. So once I have his email address, I go digging around a little bit, and I quickly find out who he is and find out that his wife's name is actually what her name was and that they actually did live in California. And that, you know, I once I had that, then, you know, I'm on her Facebook page and I get all of her details. I know her maiden name. I know everything about her. I know her, you know, sister's names and, and all of that stuff. So I come back to the guy and I'm like, hey, I know you really want to have your wife recognized. I know who your wife is. And he's like, get the fuck out. He's like, you live in Pennsylvania. You know, how do you know that? So I tell him, this is how I, you know, this is how I found out. I was like, do you want to know what your, your wife's, you know, last name is? And he's like, what is it? So, you know, at this point, he's, you know, he's, I could tell his heart's in his throat. Yeah. So I just tell him, I'm like, I'm like all right, here it is. I'll give you the, the, the first initial of, of her last name. And I tell him what it is. And so he's like, all right, so maybe it's a good guess. So I was like, all right, so I'll tell you her full last name. And I tell him full last name. And then he's like, oh, fuck. So as soon as he does that, like he signs out, as soon as I tell him that, he signs out a chat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is probably the last time I'm going to talk to this guy, right? Mm-hmm. He got, you know, his thing was, you know, I want her to be recognized. Now she's recognized. Like, oh, fuck, now she's recognized. Yeah. So like a day passes, he's back on chat. And he's hitting me up and... So he, he wants to hear more, right? He's like, you know, tell me tell me what else you know about her. So I'm like, you know, here's her maiden name, here's everybody. So I'm like, I, I know everything about her. So now, like, he fucking hated it. He he loved it and he hated it because he wanted her to be recognized. But now that she's recognized, he knows that this is, you know, something that is potentially going to be able to, to bring him completely down. Yeah. Like, at, at any point, I could go and just say, hey, Hey, here's the you know some links to uh, some some pictures that your husband posted yeah, online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, here here you go. So he he fucking loved it and he he hated it as soon as she was recognized. So uh, he 
talked to me for a little while after that, and then he dropped off, and I haven't seen him online since. Yeah, that poor guy was a part of, like, a fantasy that probably he should have kept a fantasy because the reality of it was too much for him. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the difference between sometimes people keeping something a fan. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't feel right about that in real life, yet there was something about that scenario, right, that was really sort of hot to him. And he did give out, I mean, the fact that he gave out like, I mean, he was sort of like on the border of, you know, he was waiting for it to happen. Right. On some level, he did think he wanted that to happen because he was putting her face in the pictures. Right. But when it actually yeah. did happen, he was like, oh, no. Like, and that's when he probably realized, like, maybe it wasn't. And or maybe, you know, he kept going back to chat because he, you know, he was just afraid of it. I think he was like afraid of it, but it was probably like a big turn on to him. But I would say to someone like that, it's like probably best to keep that a fantasy and maybe not reality. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone can yeah, handle uh, different it, things, you know? <laughs> he couldn't have, I mean, this guy was a CFO. I mean, he lived in a million plus dollar house. It was something that was a huge turn on for him, but you're right. He, He took it too far. I mean, whenever I do it, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm posting my my wife's pictures, I'm cropping out her face, I'm, you know, giving her a different name. So nobody, you know, is going to be able to trace it back and know that's actually her. It's just, you know, I'm showing her naked. They're not seeing her face. They're seeing, you know, her body and and that's it. But you're much more of a professional. You're much more of a professional. (laughs) Some of these people, they're just yeah, amateur. I mean, it's amateur hour, right? Yeah. And they're just starting off. And like I said, if they're doing it when they're, if they're starting it off when they're horny, like it's like they're too drunk to really even fucking get it. And some people are just <laughs> straight up dumb. It's just a fact, right? So, it's, and that's where I feel sorry for like women or even men on the opposite ends of these things because like, you know, they're with people that are just too dumb or too sloppy to understand. And they're giving out their personal stuff. You know, you got to feel for that poor woman who's, you know, sort of pussy shots are like all over the place but I always believe like guys are always like the way you showed all your friends the picture of your wives like I'm surprised none of them all your friends they didn't show you back because I always really feel like that happens all the time but maybe it's guys are more prone to show women that they're just like hooking up with but when they meet like the one or maybe when they're with their wives they're not really sort of showing their friends those pictures I just always thought like you know those pictures you when you give them to a guy it's open season up you you know Make sure you know that they're good pictures because all of his friends are seeing them. <laughs> That's what I always. Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, maybe my friends are just fucking assholes and aren't yeah. showing them to me. Uh, or maybe it's right. like they won't do the they won't do it for the wise, but they do it. I know I have guy friends. Okay, I have plenty of guy friends, and I've seen all their girls that they hook up with, and even one's wife. So I, I don't, you know, I think it's like a bragging thing. I never realized maybe it's like a turn on thing, but I don't know. You know, like for you when you showed it, it really was a part of. You know, it is something for you that you wanted your friends to see and then see them. It's all a part of your fantasy that you sort of play around with. And this is what you get yourself off of. Yeah, I, I, I think it's both, right? I think it's it's a bragging thing, right? I, I want you to see my wife. I want you to see the, the woman that I'm fucking. I, I think that's cool. And, you know, at the same time, you know, I... I get hot over them, you know, thinking about them going home and thinking about my wife and jerking off to her. I think that that gets me off too. So I, I think for me, it's both. Right, right, right. And so, you know, you had these five or six guys. How come you got bored of it? Like you said, when I got bored of that, I started just like took it to like online. How could you get bored of that? If the, I would assume that each 
sort of scenario would be like different, right? And interesting and maybe lead to different things. Like how do you get bored after yeah. four or five or six times? <laughs> a lot of fucking work. It's, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not the kind of guy that's going on or a Craigslist and putting an ad out there and getting 20 replies and then going out and mm-hmm. meeting up with 20 guys, mm-hmm. right? I'm putting something out there and I, it, it takes a lot of time for me to get comfortable with somebody and to vet them out and to make the decision that this is something that I'm interested in you know, pursuing further and uh, meeting them in person. So it's, you know, it, it's a lot of work. It's, you know, other guys aren't really willing to put in that level of effort sometimes. They just want to respond to an ad and meet up with a guy two minutes later. And that's just not for me. So I need to get the, you know, get comfortable with a person and then also get, you know, kind of the intellectual and, and emotional stimulation out of, this is, you know, me understanding everything about them, their wives, their sex lives and getting, you know, all this background information that I'm then going to, you know, eventually use when to, to put together a full picture of this woman that I'm going to go jerk off to now. So it's a lot more than just checking out somebody, somebody's wife naked and, and jerking off with them for me. It's a, it's a lot more uh, work that goes into it. And, you know, you, once you do it, you know, a few times you're like, okay, you know, I was pretty hot to do what's the the next thing that i can do and that's where you know some of the other stuff that i've done kind of led into so well like how does it become more hardcore to do it with somebody like online like what do you do online or like on webcam or whatever you because you said then it's like you've done other things you know what have you done that has been even more of a turn on than i would just think that in person kind of hooking up would be like the ultimate right but how do you sort of trump that yeah you, you can't really trump it other than you know having the the threesomes with the, the guys and their wives uh-huh. that was probably the, the ultimate one so uh-huh. yeah i mean it's it's so it started out you're right there's there's definitely a progression right so yeah. it started out just me posting my wife on an amateur website and other guys commenting on the pictures and you know that was it so then it progressed to, all right, so, hey, I posted her. If you want to, you know, talk about our wives and trade pictures in private, here's my chat address and, you know, you know, get with me and let's, let's chat together or text or whatever. So then it became guys, like, taking, and this is something that I would do, would be guys, like, seeing other guys' dicks, you know, take, so I'll take a picture of my dick next to his wife's picture. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, he can sort of, you know, he's he's not only imagining a guy, you know, hard for his wife, he can actually see that, you know, here's this other guy that he's talking to who's actually hard with his, his wife's picture. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it went to that. Then, you know, then it goes to kind of something that they call tribute. So it was, I'm going to print out a picture of this guy's wife and I'm going to jerk off and come all over her picture And then I'm going to take either pictures of her with, you know, come on her or, you know, a a video of me jerking off and and getting off to her in that way. So it it was kind of the progression of, you know, going from just 
getting comments to actual talk to taking pictures to jerking off on the pictures to then you know the meeting these guys in person mm-hmm. you know the, right the videos you know meeting them in person you know bringing their wives panties smelling you know their wives pussies and you know talking about them in person and jerking off so was, there's definitely a, a progression for me and that was over the span of you know 10 years probably that that happened Right. And in those 10 years, you were also doing this with your brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it got a little too hard or, you know, you were exhausted from, like, you know, your Craigslist ads. You are like, you had that freebie on the side as well, always happening, right? That was like, you, you and him would go back and forth, I'm assuming, over the years, you know, every now and then. Yeah, and, you know, it, it was like, oh, we got to go visit the in-laws you know, for for this uh, holiday, and usually I'd be like, "Oh fuck!" I, the last thing I want to do is go visit the in-laws. Yeah. Now I'm like, "Yeah, let's go visit the in-laws." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was great. Yeah. So that's you know that it was. It's been a you know every time we get together, if we have the opportunity, then then we do it. The only thing that he won't do is he won't let me take pictures or copies of the pictures to go use later on so he's very you know i i think he's even more protective he's smart than, than yeah I am. he's smart you know, yeah he, you know, he doesn't want them getting out in the wild and, and you know the guy's known me for 25 years and he's still he's like you know what nope i'm not gonna let that let you let you take one he might be so, just like a control yeah. freak because the minute that picture isn't on his phone he has no control of it you know what i mean as long as he's holding on to that he controls what you see what you don't see you know i think that i i get it it's probably just a part of his personality type let me ask you this all those pictures that you have that you've gotten over all this time with all these pic- people online and these things you call tributes who the hell made up that word tribute is that within that community like that's <laughs> what it's called I've never heard that. Is that like some word that exists? I guess it's a word that exists, right? So, you know, you post a tribute to the guy's wife and it's either, you know, your dick on her picture or it's, you know, jerking off onto, onto her picture. So, yeah, that's a, a real word and I wasn't aware of that. But so you could put in like it, your ad, if you'll say you're putting a profile up, you could be like interested, like if you're on your entrance, like if you put tribute, that's what it means. Like you're inter- right. Okay, interesting. And then you send the pictures. Now, all of this stuff that you do, the videos that you take, the pictures that you have of the other guys' wives and stuff, do you keep all that stuff in your Google account? Um, so it, it depends. Like if we exchange pictures and I find the guy's wife to be, you know, really hot, mm-hmm. um, I'll I'll keep her pictures. So you know, I'll I'll definitely use them later to to jerk off too. But you know, I. Uh, there's some people out there that, you know, they just want to build up this huge collection and there's 10 trillion pictures on the internet and they have to get the one picture that they don't have from this guy. Right. So that's, yeah. that's their thing. They want to, they want to collect. I'm not into collecting. I'm not into, you know, using these pictures for nefarious purposes. Right. Right. Uh, one, one, one guy I was, chatting to this is, a, this is a fucked up story so one guy i'm chatting to he's like all right you know i'll, I'll exchange pictures with you so he's sending me pictures sending pictures and then like the sixth picture in it's a picture of my wife's ass and <laughs> i'm like okay I, I recognize this picture so i know this guy's full of shit so yeah. i'm sure he got it from a website that i i met him on and you know he's sending out my 
Weiss, you know, oh my god so, so he was just know, saving so, pictures from know. other guys and then sending it to other guys because maybe he didn't yeah. have a wife so you know I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 for for good you know i don't use these pictures for evil i'm, I'm not right you know, taking these guys pictures and posting them anywhere i'm not sending them out to other guys or anything if, if some guy's gonna show me his wife i've got the respect back for him to you know not do anything with those pictures other than if I keep them, then, you know, I'm going to go jerk off to them later and that's all I'm going to use them for. But I'm sure there's people out there that are, you know, collecting pictures and posting them somewhere and doing fucked up things with them, but that's not me. Well, my question also, I always ask because like, I don't know if you heard my intro. I'm like, Oh, you should like rehide your whips and chains. Like that's something that was like, cause one of like the first podcasts I ever sort of air- aired was this um, guy into bondage. And he, I was like, where do you hide your shit? You know, he's like, Oh, in the trunk of my car, it's in the greatest location. I'm like, what are you crazy? Like if you crash, your car right like you, <laughs> right. die like your wife's gonna find out like you know and i just like there's so many men out there because i've had people on my show i had one guy that collects panties from women and he steals them and i'm like where are those panties that you take he's like oh they're in the ceiling i'm like what if your house burns on fire but the <laughs> ceiling like there's all these things and i'm just i always like you know i know we're all gonna die right so i'm just like thinking like if you die tomorrow right and your wife had yep. to like go into your phone or like it like could she find any of this stuff like i mean you know could this all come out you know cuz you would hope that not, she'll never find out she's not finding anything so i have it in an account that has two factor authentication so even if you could potentially guess my username potentially guess my password you still have to have my phone in order to uh get into it because it sends a code to my phone. So nobody is getting into any of the stuff that I have and it's never going to be found. Okay, that's good. So and that's the way people should do business if you're going to do stuff like this because it's like, I think it's like, you know, it's not, it's like, it sucks for the person, but it's worse for the person that like, you know, finds out, you know, the, that, oh my God, my husband was doing all this and he just died. And it's <laughs> like, how confusing is it? You're like, upset that they died but you're pissed off now because they were like doing this shit you know it's like very uh this is not good so so i had it on an external drive so it wasn't on my main computer it was on an external hard drive so yeah but where was that so uh, so so, uh, this whole thing is going to come around fucking full circle now kathy yeah so i i had it on an external hard drive yeah and um, so it was plugged into my regular computer. I was just doing backups on my regular computer. But all these pictures are like buried, like, you know, 20 subfolders deep, right? So uh-huh. it looks like it's a work folder. It looks like it's, you know, budget for 2010. It looks like, you know, right. so you go way down, right? So then you eventually find the pictures. So there's no way anybody's going to find these things, right? My fucking son is on the computer and goes in. And so on the computer, I have a program that takes a screenshot every, it's, it's like every minute or every two minutes. So just so I could see what, what's going on. And then it's also tracking what they're doing because they would go on the computer. They would um, delete their history. So I'm just checking, just making sure that they're not getting any, into anything that's too weird. Uh-huh. If, if they're, you know, it goes into a, if they, you know, go into any porn websites or anything, right. tracking that. So I, I have a, a log of everything that's going on, but then also in the background, it's, it's 
taking, you know, screenshots every minute or two just to, you know, just in case they're doing anything on chat or anything that's too weird. So, um, so I, I have this, this external hard drive plugged into my computer and the, the pictures are buried and there's no way that anybody could possibly get to them, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking, fucking kid just does a search on my external hard drive just for, it just brings up everything. Wait, he so did then, a search that I, brought up everything. What did he do? So, what did he put in the search term? Like, what did he put in the search? Or like he just everything? Any JPG, kind of pictures? Right? Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, just bring up you know star.jpg. So he's just yeah. looking at you know for any pictures that I have on my my external hard drive, and it's the fucking pictures of my wife. <gasps> so it's like fucking full circle, like the pictures that that's I you, of my yeah, my mom and dad, right? So he's, he finds the pictures of my wife on the fucking external. His side. mom. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking through the, the screenshots and I'm seeing him, you know, he, I'm seeing him look at a couple of pictures of my wife. I'm like, fuck. So as soon as I saw that and, and saw that he had seen them, off it comes, you know, it's off of the external drive. They get saved up into a cloud account. They put on two-factor authentication, and, you know, nobody's ever going to find them anywhere again. Let me ask you this. Did you ever catch him going back in in the next couple of days and trying that same search? Like, did you get a history of that? Um, I didn't see him trying to do that, but, uh, you know, if he's anything like me, I'm sure. How many pictures did he look to- at? Um, so it, you know, it takes a picture like every like one or two minutes uh-huh. and there's probably like 15, 20 minutes worth of, uh, captures of him looking at different pictures. Wow. That, I really wish you went to therapy. I would love to know what a fucking therapist would say about that shit. It is kind of crazy <laughs> that you had this experience when you, how old's your son? Uh, he's. This one's 18, and I have another one who's uh, 20. Do they have girlfriends? Yep. Let me ask you this. If they ever, like, have you ever seen anything that they've done online? If, like, they say you came across their information or you had it online, would you be opposed or would you be interested in seeing shit of their girlfriends? Like, you know, make your pictures <laughs> of them. I'd be totally interested. You would. Okay, so you would totally look. Okay, so, and have you? Has that ever come up? No, I I haven't, and uh, it's not that I haven't uh, hoped to to see it. (laughs) Right, right. It never happened. Okay, so, yeah, that is crazy that he found that stuff out, because that's exactly what happened to you when you were 15. Yep. And if anyone's listening they don't know what the hell we're talking about. Listen to your part one <laughs> because that is, you're right. It does come full circle and it's perfect. Cause we're kind of like at an hour. So, uh, we're going to be wrapping this up and it's just like, I feel like we could just talk about that whole scenario again for like another hour. You know what I realized? I forgot to ask you in the first podcast. And this is, are you like, were you adopted or were those your real parents? Okay. Only because I'd love like a a real therapist who like knows about this stuff that could talk about the Oedipus. Is that what it's called? The Oedipus complex or what? You know what that whole thing and like, you know, I would love to know the psychology behind, you know, what happened to you and like, you know, what would happen to most 15 year olds if they fell into those pictures, you know what I mean? Or like, what is it about that? Like, I would like to know the psychology 
behind it. Like, yeah. you know, when most people would like, cause look at your son. I mean, like, is it in the jeans? But your son, like, you know, 15 minutes later, <laughs> he's still looking, right? So like, would that be confusing, quote unquote, yeah, to anyone at that age? Or would it, you know, but, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's going to be on your show in like 25 years. <laughs> or two years if he keeps up going on to you. Thank God you moved everything. This is why I always like to ask people that have these hidden lives. Like, you know, I think it's really important to keep stuff. And nowadays it's so easy to do it, you know, just to keep things as like, because look, you thought it was so hidden and it's on an external hard drive. Like, I think that that's not, that's not good at all. Because like, look, your son, yeah. you know, just semi-savvy gets on your computer and just does a search for pictures and comes across <laughs> all of them. You know, he didn't have to go digging, right? Yeah. You didn't and, sort of think know, that it, way. Yeah, I know. And, you know, my wife's totally different than like my mom was, right? So, like, my mom was always free and walking around naked. And, you know, I, it was never a big deal to, to see her nude. And my wife is, like, totally the opposite. Like, I don't think they've ever seen her naked. So that was probably a shock to... Uh, yeah, but if you think about what happened to you, though, it wasn't the fact that you saw your mom naked because you had seen her before, right? And you weren't, like, turned on by her, right, when you just saw her regularly naked, right? It was when you saw the pictures of your father and her, right? Isn't that yeah, when it, was, it... it was them having... Yeah, it was them having sex, which was what sexualized them for me. And the pictures, I guess, that he saw, that you know, there weren't any action pictures, so it was just her. Right, but for your son, because he's never seen your wife at all, and she's not like that. That probably was enough to sexualize yeah, her, right? Be. Of course, because you know it's all sort of relative. I think to what you're used to, you know. For you, it wasn't your the naked body of your mother because that was just commonplace for you. It was seeing them together, which then I think you know becomes like the exact scenario that you go looking for as far as like the big dick the guy jerking off the having someone's wife it's like somehow you want to be your dad because you want to be with your mom you know if you want to really psychoanalyze it yep i think you're right yeah totally okay i wish you'd just go for one therapy session and tell them the truth about all the stuff and then come back and tell me what they said <laughs> i'd be so interested <laughs> because i think it's like a thing you know i don't know I mean, it has a title, right? Like, it's like a thing. The Oedipal Complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. I mean, I've, I've read about I've read about it. I, I understand what the motivations are. I understand where it came from. And, yeah, I, I totally get it. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. So, we have a bet for, uh, for a year um, about, you know, your brother-in-law. And feel free to lose that bet. Like, if, you know, for some reason, four months from now, something goes down, that like he crosses a line that you were like, you didn't expect or see coming. And I did. I, I want to know about it. Um, but you're full of interesting yeah. stories. So, you know, I'm sure I'll have you back on for some reason before the end of this year. But we are going to do <laughs> another episode a year from now when I find out either I lost the bat or I won. But like I said, it, it could happen within this year. That's what I say. Maybe there's a crossing hey, of the yeah. line. He has a big dick, Kathy, so if it happened, then that would be awesome, but uh, uh, it's not going to happen, so I look forward to winning the bet. <laughs> okay, well, keep me posted on everything else, too, David. Thanks so much for calling back in. Thanks for talking. I'll see you. All right, bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? 
Everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.